Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Hello, beautiful, sexy fit babes. Welcome back to another episode. It is your girl, Lauren Hubert, dietitian bestie, coming in hot for another episode on a topic that I absolutely adore. And yes, I'm saying adore because I am obsessed with it. It's, like I said, my superpower, but it also is something that literally can no joke, transform your life. And that is not just trying to eat low calorie for weight loss, but actually learning how to eat right. Because if you've actually watched my webinar on the three simple steps to lose weight when nothing has worked before, and you are feeling stuck, what I will tell you is slashing calories and just trying to eat less food is not a weight loss strategy. In fact, that will blow up in your face when you're not understanding why you're ultimately not seeing progress and what needs to actually tweak and change to get to where you want to be. That's actually why diets don't work. So In honor of today's episode, we are doing a special food log review episode where I am selecting four amazing food logs that TSN listeners, you sexy fit babes have actually submitted two weeks ago. And it's okay if you missed it. Maybe we'll do this again if you guys like it. But this episode, I wanted to really feature real women and real transformations and real goals that you guys are going after and also real food logs. So I could really show you and not just tell you what needs to tweak and change based upon common mistakes that I actually see inside of our coaching programs because hint, hint, This is actually what I do with my clients and is really responsible for so many of the transformations that happen inside of all of TSN's programs. So without further ado, I'm going to review four amazing food logs and show you guys what could be enhanced, what could be tweaked, what could be better to help you, especially if you're stuck and you're not seeing progress. So we're going to get straight to business to highlight some of these common examples of struggles that I see with my clients when I am doing food log reviews that I'm actually seeing inside what you babes have submitted that I hope is helpful to everyone here listening to this party of an episode today. But I do just want to say as a PSI for the women whose food logs I am reviewing and ultimately for anyone who ever gets their food logs reviewed, something that I explain to clients is, you know, I'm looking at one day and one moment and one food choice when ultimately it's your habits over time over days, over weeks, over months, and also meal after meal. It's the habits over time because one meal doesn't define success and one meal doesn't define failure. Same with one food choice, vice versa. So as I'm reviewing these food logs, it is important to note that I don't know these specific women's actual weight loss struggles. I don't know their calorie budget. I don't know their protein targets. And ultimately, I also don't know what really is getting them off track, why they are stuck in the first place. And especially if you've taken my why is your weight loss a hot mess quiz, you ladies know that if you're a party girl, you might give me a day during the week that I've seen with clients before. But what about the weekend, those times where you're really going full pendulum swing to the other side and you're getting off track? What about my gossip girls that they're self-sabotaging? They get in their head. What about my business women that are kind of laissez-faire? Every day looks so different. And that's actually the part of the reason why they're stuck and they're not making progress because they don't really have a coherent plan. The list goes on and on. But ultimately, I did just want to point that out before I review any food logs on this episode because truthfully, anyone who is ever reviewing a food log really, really needs to reinforce the clients out there, especially as a dietitian like myself, that one day and one food choice does not indicate if you're going to make progress or not. It's the habits over time and ultimately your ability to actually continuously stick to the plan. With that in mind, though, the first food log that I want to review is actually an amazing entry that I'm going to do my best to kind of explain how this woman is eating. So she submitted a day of eating and she ate 1677 calories. And say, for instance, this was the perfect amount of calories. It was within her budget and a solid day of eating for her personalized calorie and protein targets. She packed on 121 damn 
grams of protein, damn grams of protein. We're going to make that a thing. For breakfast, she had turkey, bacon, egg whites, American cheese, around two and a half slices of organic white bread from Trader Joe's. She had a little bit of a liquid IV stick. For lunch, she had cinnamon toast crunch, the Catalina Crunch brand. She had um, some butter maple oats, like a packet of oatmeal, it looks like, and then some PB Fit. For dinner, she had a fourth a slice of pizza, a little bit of wine, fit and active corn rice cakes, PB Fit, and also a little bit of strawberry jelly. And then for snacks, they totaled to actually around 300 calories, so you know, a decent portion compared to some of her meals. And for snacks, she had a rice cake, PB Fit, some strawberry jelly again, a pita, liquid egg whites, bacon, and laughing cow cheese. Now, I know I'm going through this really fast, and I know you ladies can't overtly see this, but I'm actually going to include a copy of all of the food blogs that I'm reviewing in the show notes just for examples to really reinforce this episode that hopefully you guys can like pull about the same time as I'm saying this out loud right now. But I want to really highlight the fact of the matter, which is say this day of eating is within this woman's calorie budget. What I am seeing in this day of eating though are two very big things that sometimes can impact the accuracy of your food logs ultimately leading to potentially, you know, maybe you're eating more calories than you think, but ultimately it's missing some of the important macros. Now, oftentimes I have a lot of women who are hitting their calories and their protein targets, but the quality of their foods, it's not like their food choices are bad, but they're just not always high quality foods. They're more processed. And honestly, their diet lacks a lot of color and variety, especially plant-based food sources like fruits, veggies, beans, and even whole grains. So when I look at this day of eating, I'm noticing a lot of diet-based foods. And when I say diet foods, I mean traditional foods that we think are lower calorie, better for fat loss, things like rice cakes or PB Fit or you know the healthier Cinnamon Toast Crunch, the Catalina Crunch brand. And it's not that any of the choices she's having in her day of eating is bad. But what I really want to highlight is, yes, she's hitting her macros, but I would argue the quality of her choices could be an area to improve upon. And why that's so beneficial is, one, it's really going to impact how your metabolic rate works. And so your metabolism, it's not like it you just drastically burn more calories because you eat different foods, but how you process and absorb and use those calories as fuel and energy in your body changes based upon how fast and quick you're absorbing food versus how slow and how much of an intense process or more intense process rather it is for your body to break it down. So for this day of eating, what I really want to highlight is with dinner. Dinner, I would really like to see some color and whole grains on the plate. Now we're getting 72 grams of carbs, but I would really love to see more color there. And that would be a really positive change for anyone who may eat the same that is roughly hitting calories and macros to improve the quality of your diet and ultimately help you with weight loss and help you eat less overall. And the last thing I will say about this day of eating, when we are relying on a lot of food sources from packages, it's not that that's bad, but that can potentially lead to inaccuracies when tracking. So looking at this day of eating, we're having a lot of packaged food sources, which isn't bad, but we really want to go back to the basics of what is a balanced plate for fat loss. Okay. The second example of a day of eating I wanted to highlight I'm not choosing this just because it's high calorie, but I wanted to paint a picture for you that is something I see a lot inside of coaching. And I do just want to be clear. I do have clients that have calorie needs well above 2,000 a day. I've had a client literally get six-pack abs eating 2,500 calories a day because she did intense workouts like CrossFit and she was really needing something sustainable. And actually, I was allowing her to eat more. That was still less than what she burned compared to other approaches that she had, but completely different situation. What I want to address with you ladies is 
The second day of eating, that is actually 2,166 calories, so nearly 2,200 calories if we want to top that off. And this day of eating, she's having a ton of protein at meals. Her portion sizes are pretty balanced. I know breakfast is a little bit higher carb, and she's kind of diminishing her carbs throughout the day. Um, and she's even having some fun foods um, sprinkled in there. And you know, I'm not sure if she does that all the time, but the big thing I really wanted to highlight here is for many of the women I work with, truthfully, unless you're breastfeeding or really work out a lot, most women I work with, 2,200 calories might actually be closer to a maintenance range for them. And that's just in my experience. I've, I've coached obviously thousands of women guys. So I just wanted to highlight that for many women, when they track, they might be tracking a few days during the week or, you know, a few moments and you're seeing a certain number, but ultimately depending on where your calorie budget is set at, if you're eating 2,200 calories and say that's your weekly average week after week, but your range is closer to, you know, say around 1,600, 1,700 is a little bit closer to, you know, where your targets are. Ultimately you wouldn't gain weight eating 2,200 calories, but we'd want to find small ways to shave off a few hundred calories here and there. A really great way to do that at meals is really focusing once again on that balanced plate, but finding ways to really allocate your budget in the best way. So say you're eating 2,200 calories and just for numbers, we want your weight loss range to be 16 to 1,800. So what we want to do is actually take your calorie budget, and this is something I talk about in the webinar, take your calorie budget, and then from there decide, okay, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and our snacks, how do we want to distribute that calorie money? And really at those meals, what I love about this day of eating is, you know, for instance, for dinner, she's getting three ounces of ground turkey. She's having peas. She's having white rice. She's having some corn, a little bit of kikamin soy sauce, and then a chopped kit with Thai cashew mix. So really that meal is actually compared to breakfast and lunch, her lowest calorie meal, but her snacks also are almost the size of what her dinner is when it comes to calories. But for your dinner meal as this day of eating, what I love about it is she's really sticking to that balanced plate. So what can be really helpful at a meal like that, if you wanted to stay around like 400 to 500 calories, similar to the recipes we have inside of the membership is being able to really reverse engineer your success by thinking about the carb, the protein, and the veg source. And most importantly, at I'd say one or two meals a day, utilizing veggies to really, really help you with volume as you're pairing that with the starch and the protein on your plate. And what I find really helpful, I mean, this woman had three ounces of turkey for 27 grams of protein which is a really fabulous portion size. But what I would encourage you to do at many of your other meals is follow those simple portion sizes and really stick to that balanced plate so we can try to shave off a few hundred calories. And for instance, at breakfast, a really easy way to go about this is we could actually, instead of two tablespoons of peanut butter, it looks like, and the reduced fat Jif peanut butter, what if you went to one? And so that is even like 100 calories there. But ultimately, if you're eating more calories and this person's daily goal is 2,300, if week after week you're maintaining your weight with your at calorie average at 2,200, I would say in this situation, okay, what are some small tweaks that we can make to your portion sizes to hit your calorie budget? And how can we reverse engineer what your portion sizes need to be at meals so we can ultimately hit your calorie budget? Because if you're maintaining your weight week after week, that's not a bad thing. That's part of the process of the feedback your body is giving you. But we want to find some small calorie swaps within the way that you're eating so we can really get those portion sizes a little bit more dialed in. And ultimately for this example, one of my favorite pieces of advice that I often do when I am trying to lose weight myself or really dial in my diet, not even about weight loss. And something I always share with clients is it's not that I don't want you to snack, but the more we can cut back on snacks, the better it is to bring those calories to meals and focus on high quality food sources at those meals. So I'm not saying don't snack, but that can be really, really helpful, um, especially when it comes to trying to shave off calories. 
Okay, the third food log that I wanted to review that is linked as well for you guys in the show notes is a lovely day of eating that's around 1739 calories. And this day of eating is actually logged in an app outside of my fitness pal. I believe it looks like lose it to me because I've had some clients use it before in the past. Um, however, what I find difficult about lose it is, I mean, even looking at this, Calories are important, but because you're not getting full-blown macro information in the way that MyFitnessPal does it, I mean, this is not sponsored at all. I just find MyFitnessPal a little bit easier to give food log reviews with, hence why I actually make my clients inside of 90 Day Fit Bay Body use it. But regardless, what I am noticing about this day is this woman is actually eating a fairly small breakfast. Her lunch is actually slightly lower in calories than dinner. She's going out with a bang. Dinner's that highest calorie meal. And then her snack, what is really interesting is around the amount of calories that she gets in breakfast and lunch. So whenever I see snack calories equaling or exceeding what your meals are, to me, that's a really big red flag that there are probably benefits and changes and really swaps, honestly, that we can be doing to change our calorie budget to actually prevent us from eating higher calorie later. Now, if you want to eat a smaller breakfast, you know, smaller lunch, bigger dinner, I mean, you ultimately decide how you spend your calorie money, but what I find really difficult for clients is when their meals are often smaller, what is typically happening is they're already trying to play catch up on the nutrients that their meals are missing. So I actually want to go meal by meal to show you and explain this. So for breakfast, she's having a protein bar and some fair life milk, something quick on the go. But this meal is, you know, might get fiber from the protein bar, but it's going to be a processed food choice. It's, you know, small portion size, not going to fill up a lot of volume in our stomach. We're not getting fruit. We're not getting phytonutrients and color and antioxidants and these important things for our body. So Yes, it's only 320 calories, but is it going to be sustaining and satiating for a long period of time? A little bit of a question mark. And once again, not sure if she eats this every day. So we have that breakfast. Would really like some color, some fiber from natural food sources there. We're crushing the protein at breakfast. For lunch, we are having, um, it says plant-powered protein, one each. I assume a patty for 70 grams. Not sure how much protein is in that. We're getting two cups of cucumbers, a little bit of Mexican cheese, and then we're having some turkey lunch meat. This meal, I am not sure if we are getting a starch source. It doesn't seem that way. We're having a little bit of veggies, a little bit of cheese, a little bit of turkey breast, a little bit of plant protein, maybe patty. I'm not really sure what it is, but ultimately it's 300 calories. And what I think could be better in this meal is really thinking about the balance and what is considered a balanced meal. So we want to make sure we're getting some sort of starch. So maybe we're doing a whole wheat wrap with turkey meat and we're getting a side of those cucumbers, maybe with a little bit of hummus and maybe bringing this calorie total up to like 400 or 450 calories, which is a little bit more realistic for these targets, which is going to fill you up for longer and is going to give your body a little bit more nourishment because you can add veggies and you know fun things like hummus into the wrap. And honestly, it's going to be way more satiating. I'm not sure when this woman is having her snacks, but I see a little snack bar. So we're having another protein bar in there and then a Starbucks oat milk shake and espresso. So a little bit of coffee in there. And then dinner, we're having almost 200 grams of sirloin steak, which is 500 calories in and of itself. We're having some potatoes for around 188 calories total. We're having a few asparagus spears and a little bit of a Greek frozen yogurt. So this meal is getting closer to those balanced plate portions, but I would say you don't need 200 grams of protein. You don't need 500 calories worth of steak. We really want to aim to distribute our calorie money more evenly throughout the day. So getting around that, you know, say you had sirloin steak, but the portion size was closer to four or six ounces. That's a lot more reasonable for most women that I work with, honestly. And then say you're getting around hundred or 200 calories from that carb source. And then we're getting, you know, way more volume coming from the asparagus, maybe another pop of color on there. But really with this day of eating, we're getting 
adding cucumbers and asparagus as our only plant-based sources of food in this meal. And then the really only high quality carb we're having is those potatoes. And it's leading us to have a lot of calories later in the day, which I'm sure is a little bit of a habit, which is like many of the clients that I work with. So I am a big believer in spreading your calorie money evenly throughout the day, focusing on getting your balance plate portions in check, and most importantly, not depriving yourself of those carbs earlier on in the day. And what's also really amazing when you eat more higher fiber carbs, things like potatoes. I love potatoes, as many of you guys know, but they pack fiber. And yes, you could be eating the same amount of calories, but you're going to get so much more full. And yeah, this woman is crushing her protein intake, but the fiber piece is really missing, not just through veggies, but specifically those high quality fiber starches. So I'm talking potatoes. I'm talking oats. I'm talking quinoa. I'm talking brown rice has more fiber than white rice, but I also love white rice as well. I'm talking those starches that are going to be more satiating and satisfying. Even beans are going to be a really great carb source. So spreading your calories more evenly throughout the day, not depriving yourself of starches and really just getting those portions right so we can get more color on your plate, get more fiber on your plate. And I love that you're crushing your protein, but you don't need to overeat that protein later on in the day. And honestly, sometimes too much protein and not emphasizing the right balance on the plate can really hold you back from actually hitting your calories ultimately. And the last thing I just wanted to mention is what I am noticing so far in all of these food log reviews, which is super helpful that I talk about with clients, is I'm not seeing oils and you know, especially oils. I want to highlight that for a second. I'm not seeing oils and condiments and these other things added in. So not saying these women maybe just didn't have it. But for instance, when you're cooking that steak, you're counting, say, like 500 or 550 calories of steak. But how are you cooking it? Are you not using a drop of oil, especially with things like chicken and even if you guys are eating out? So also licks and bites and all these little add-on condiments type things, they're also really important to include because that can add an additional 100, 200, even 300 calories to your food blogs. And it's not that I want you to cut them out, but it's just something to be aware of as we're interpreting all of the foods that you're eating and ultimately how to set your diet up for success. And on the topic of portion sizes and little add-ons. I did get a submission from someone who I love. This is awesome. Um, where she, she actually is not tracking her calories. So I really wanted to highlight a big mistake and not even mistake. It's just something that I know holds a lot of women back is this belief that we're taught, okay, healthy eating, oh, that's going to guarantee progress. And I know as much as I talk about calories, there's a huge narrative out there that of course, just caring about what you eat and the, and the quality and balance is, is going to get you to where you want to be. So Specifically, the day of eating I just wanted to highlight is when you are not tracking your calories, regardless of how healthful and what types of nutrients and food choices you have in your diet, ultimately, if you're not seeing progress, a huge factor is you might not know your calorie budget. You might not know what your portion sizes could be at meals. So the fourth day of eating that I wanted to review is actually a beautiful submission that had breakfast was a chocolate croissant with egg or peanut butter or banana sandwich. Snack, we're having milk and instant coffee with dark chocolate. Lunch, we're having a tuna salad sandwich or a chicken salad sandwich and a little bit of fruit. Love the fruit edition, girlfriend. For a snack, we're having cake, a little bit of tiramisu or just something like fun, like a little something fun. And then dinner, I'm not sure if she has this every day, but rice, protein, and a salad. So it's not that this day of eating is bad, but when I see women not tracking their calories, it's not that you have to track your calories to see success, but I really wonder, okay, what are your portion sizes? Are we having one egg and getting seven grams of high quality protein at breakfast? Or are we having three and we're hitting 21 grams out of the gate at our breakfast? With that chocolate croissant, where are you getting that croissant from? Is it a mini croissant? Is it a bigger croissant? Is it 100 calories? Is it 400 calories? There's a lot of different questions there. 
And a big thing that I often say to clients is, you know, what when it comes to veggie and fruit, right? Are you having veggies and fruit in your diet or are you really emphasizing them? There's a big difference between having something versus it being emphasized. So there are times where, you know, maybe the goal for the day is just try to get a, a pop of color on your plate, but there's a big difference between having a little pop of color and a small portion size of something versus making it a veggie or, or fruit-centered meal where we're trying to emphasize a lot of those plant-based sources, especially veggies, because we want about half that plate as veggies if you follow all things hot, healthy, never hungry method. So for this example, what I really just wanted to emphasize is not that it's bad or any of any of the food choices I ever talked about today are bad, but when you are not aware of those specific portion sizes that you need to be having, there becomes a lot of question marks, which is why tracking your food can be just so effective for you to go through the process of learning your portion sizes and really understand what you should be fueling your body with. Because ultimately all foods can fit. You can absolutely go out to eat. You can have fun. You could have one day a week where technically like you don't even track your food, but when you are really trying to buckle down and really see some progress, it's really important to understand what are you getting from your food? What do those portion sizes look like? Are we getting that 20 grams of protein a meal? Are we getting enough fiber in our diet? We can even look on my fitness pal and see, oh, are we hitting 10 grams of fiber? Oh, we're eating less than that. We need to emphasize more. But it's really just about understanding those portion sizes, especially when you're first beginning, which is why if you have a day of eating like this, I recommend even if it's for a few meals and not even a full day, beginning to track your food, which is a really big part of the framework I teach my clients. That being said, ladies, if you're new to this world of losing weight and you're like, okay, I feel like I'm a little bit stuck. I want to learn more. I highly suggest you sign up for the free webinar. We're going to link it in the show notes. And also you can also start your journey. A really great place to start is actually taking my free quiz. Why is your weight loss a hot mess? You can understand a little bit more about why you're struggling with dieting and really losing weight and maybe struggling with your weight in the first place. And most importantly, let me know if you guys like today's episode, because this was a total new one. It was based on a really fun idea. Me and some people on my team were thinking about because we always do this stuff inside of coaching. And I wanted to bring a little bit of that coaching fun, love and excitement over to the show. So let me know what you guys think. And I'll see you next time.